Everything is a subject for photography, especially the difficult things of our lives. Anxiety, childhood hurts, lust, nightmares. The things that cannot be seen are the most significant. They cannot be photographed, only suggested. Welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio, and welcome to episode 140 for the very end of July. Putting this in at the last minute, I hope it gets into the publishers before it turns to August. I am always uh, running a little bit late, and this time I'm right on the wire. I'm recording this Saturday morning. Uh, so anyway, uh I'm uh, I'm alone this month, uh, this uh, this episode, yeah. And uh, uh, Ward and I hopefully will get together sometime in August. Um, it's hard for me to set up plans right now because uh, there's a lot going on in my life, and I think there's a lot going on with Ward too. Well, we, hopefully, we can talk about that together. So it's a little, um, it's always interesting to try to get everybody together at once uh, to do a podcast. This podcasting stuff is hard. Anyway, uh, it's been a, a bit of a month for me altogether. Last uh, episode, I did run a rerun, but this one I didn't want to go with a rerun. I wanted to present myself tonight, today, this episode, so that uh, you could hear what's going on as much as I could talk about it. So, you know, some updates about me. You know, this is a very personal podcast when it's me alone, although, you know, me and Ward are pretty personal together. I know that. But uh, you guys know, um, if you've been listening for a while, there's a lot going on in my life and with a family member who is uh, not doing uh, well health-wise, and uh, we took a, a setback this month. So, you know, it's a one, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Uh, so it really... Uh, taking its toll on anxiety. In fact, the, the opening quote I found, uh, I was looking for a quote about photography and anxiety, and I found that one from Dwayne Michaels, which I thought was kind of appropriate to actually fit what I was sort of thinking about this month. But in just, you know, the update in terms of personal stuff, uh, taking care of family member, making sure they're okay. It's one thing to do it, you know, personally, and it's another thing to just live with the anxiety about it. In, in fact, my anxiety levels have been sort of off the chart this month, uh, mainly, bec well, because of that and other things, I'm looking to get a full-time job. And I actually had an interview this past week. Uh, I, I can't mention where, and I'm having a second interview coming up. Uh, and so hopefully that will lead to something. If not, uh, I'll just keep going. And uh, also, I have some freelance work. If those of you who are in Brooklyn or in New York, if you uh, attend the Celebrate Brooklyn uh, concerts in Prospect Park, I'll be uh, shooting those uh, in terms of uh, using the robotic cameras. So, uh, you know, maybe wave at me. I don't know if I'll see you. I'm in one of the booths uh, uh, operating the robotic camera. And that's actually a nice little gig that's going to last until the middle of September. It's a few nights a week. And it gets me to, you know, out of my uh, my little hole here, <laughs> not a hole, but, you know, gets me out and, and, and shooting again. But, you know, this whole to dive in a little bit, you know, to what's going on, you know, we're hearing that the variant is is taking hold and there's a lot of, you know, uh, anxiety about uh, cases rising. And so I have to be ultra careful uh, because of that. So that adds to my anxiety because I have a, a, a immunocompromised family member and I, I need to be very careful and uh 
you know, having had COVID in February and both of us getting that and uh, that being a real difficult situation. Anyway, you, you know, you get the idea. This is, this has been, uh, it's been quite a month so far. And I, I, you know, I was thinking about what kind of photography things could I possibly talk about in this state of mind. And I don't have anything new and breakthrough, just a couple of sort of events and noticing things go on. And I thought, well, you know what, this is the place to mention it. So I'm not going to keep you too long uh, today. And I just want to go over, let's say, a couple of things. I mean, well, first of all, I have been increasing my book collection. And one of the things I want to do with Ward is just to do some book reviews and deep dives like we've done before. I really enjoy that. Um, and, uh, if we can, if we can get the same books together and do that, I would like to do that. If, 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 if you're into that, you know, suggest some books, maybe you want to hear us review and stuff. Maybe we already have it in our libraries. So that's one of the things I want to do as a, as a plan. And so, yeah, I've been increasing my, my book collection. Uh, and, you know, as you've probably heard, it's the one thing I'm buying. I haven't been buying any photography equipment. Uh, actually the only thing I bought photography wise was, um, I have an old, uh, I might've, uh, you probably haven't seen this, but I have old brownie box cameras from Kodak. And earlier in June, there was an event in uh, on Governor's Island in New York Harbor, and it was called the Jazz Age Lawn Party. And the idea of this is to go dressed up like the 20s, and you hear 20s music and, and have a good time. And uh, we were supposed to go last year, and it got canceled for the for the pandemic. And I, I probably mentioned this on an earlier show, but we had gone – a couple of years ago, my wife and I go um, every year, and uh, a couple of years ago, we got a tin-type uh, portrait made of us, uh, which was really cool. I probably talked about that and put it in the show. And uh, we were supposed to go last year, and then the one that just popped up in June was sort of a makeup for that one. So it was actually a smaller event. Uh, and really, you know, it's it's going out and sitting on a lawn, listening to some old 20s music and, and, and looking around at the people. And this was a smaller uh, venue this year, there was less people and less, um, less, uh, vendors and stuff. But what I decided to do was give a shot, uh, to setting up my Brownie camera and, and taking it out and seeing if I can shoot with it. And that was really interesting because the Brownie camera takes, uh, it actually could put 120 medium format film in it. Uh, but the, the reel that holds the film is a little bit bigger. The, the reel that holds the film for that camera is a little bit bigger than 120 roll film. So you have to buy these little uh, spacers that uh, increase the size of the 120 roll when you stick it in. And I found a place that makes them, I guess they're 3D printed, and uh, you know I, I, I attached them to the uh, 120 roll and, and rolled up the film, and boy, that was really tricky to do. And uh, I, I probably messed up a bunch of shots. And, you know, a, a brownie camera only has one shutter speed and it has actually three different apertures. And uh, I was using, I think I was using 400 speed film and it was probably a little too bright out, but you know, whatever. I, I, I used it as an experiment to go out and I've got those rolls sort of sitting on a table amongst other film that I need to have developed. And I, 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 you know, you're probably getting sick of me talking about developing film. I really have like seven or eight rolls of film that I shot a year and a half ago, I think. So I'm going to investigate a local lab and, and get it processed and, and see what happens. Um, but I just wanted, I wanted, that was like the one piece of gear 
that I bought in the past couple of months, this, these little uh, spacers for the roll. If you can call that gear, maybe it's accessories and stuff. Um, but other than that, I had actually what happened in June, a uh, place I worked for hired me for a couple of jobs to photograph. What were photographing? All right. One was a, one was a street fair, which was kind of fun. And another was two different theater events that happened. Uh, one was an outdoor theater event, one was an indoor theater event. And what was really exciting about that for me was it's been a while since someone hired me as a photographer to do what I do, to go out and take pictures, sit there in Lightroom, process them, upload them, and and get paid. You know, and that was uh, that was actually a very fulfilling experience for me. Both of them, uh, the the um, the theater shoots and the um, uh, the street fair shoot. The street fair was fairly easy. Uh, and that was interesting because, uh, I had to make sure that I'm walking around taking pictures of people on the street and they knew that I was part of what was going on rather like, Hey, I'm, I'm working here. I'm not just some weirdo taking pictures. Cause I had, I had my long lens, uh, my, uh, 100 to four. I actually, I didn't bring that big lens with me, but I did have a telephoto lens with me. And so, you know, it looks, it could be a little creepy, and those pictures were funny. You know, photographing politicians talking about the event and blah, blah, blah. But the most fulfilling, the other job that was the theater job, again, one was outdoors and uh, one was indoors. And um, it was actually, it was three different, three separate events, but two of them were both outdoors in the same location and one was an indoors. But anyway, uh, when I, I was getting very nervous about that shoot, um, again, cause I haven't shot in a while. And so I'm approaching the outdoor set and I'm really nervous and I'm thinking this is going to be an elaborate set. And you know, the, the person who hired me said, this is what they want to get and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm in my mind, I'm building this up to be something big and crazy. And again, I'm, I'm nervous just cause I haven't done this in a while. And I turn the corner and I see this outdoor set. It's near the UN in the city. It was um, uh, on a street that was blocked off. And it was a very minimal set. And and there was not a very big crew or cast. And and so I immediately relaxed. And then I looked as I'm walking and I said, you know what? I can do this. This is what I've done. This is what I'm built to do. This is in my DNA. And, you know, the, the lesson in, in those moments were living in my head and creating anxiety about what I didn't know about, right? And and then and, and literally turning the corner and seeing and realizing, I got this. I can do this. I've done this before. And in and there's no there's nothing to this that is unfamiliar or or strange. And and so I shot for the three hours. I think it was a, it was actually the first one. It was a rehearsal, and I shot into the night. And you know, I was using my Fuji cameras, and the great thing about my Fujis, it, for those of you know, it's really decent in low light, right? And so as the as the sun went down and the lights were going down, I, I was able to pump up the ISO and get some really nice shots. And, uh, it, okay, so now I can see where I'm going. I got the story all settled in my brain. Uh, the people there were fantastic. They were so wonderful to work with, and, um. A few things came out of this for me. First of all, I realized how much I love photographing theater. Um, I photographed dance before. I photographed theater. Not a lot, but I've done that before. And, you know, even though this was outdoors and the set was actually it was an open set, you know, it was there was no stage per se. There was, but there was a construction of a 
I won't get into it, but it was kind of open. It wasn't like there was a backstage and stairs leading up to it. It was a, it was an open set. Um, and I, I can't actually share the pictures. Uh, well, I'll tell you about this in a second. Why? I, I'm probably not going to put the pictures in, in the show notes. Uh, but you know, I got to, to meet the writers and I took some shots of the uh, performers while they're performing. And as I was doing this, I realized how much I like doing this. And why is that? It's because, again, it's in a sense photographing someone else's art. You know, someone created the stage, someone's created the makeup and the clothing and um, the, 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 the challenge to capturing stage is, you know, stage is movement and it's constant and, and the actors are talking and how do you catch the moments and it's finding those moments uh, in the play to be able to capture their expressions that can show off like, you know, in a uh, production stills or publicity stills, you know, you get some sense of what's going on. And so that's that's a bit of a challenge. And I enjoy that because I'm watching the, what's going on and I have to sort of anticipate what's going to happen. And luckily it's a rehearsal, so they get to do it a couple times. So sometimes they miss it and I, I can go back and say, oh, yeah, now I realize I can move over here and take this shot. And, you know, the lighting is already set up. Like as a photographer, I don't really have to do the lighting when I'm photographing a stage production in production. It does lead to challenges like a lot of shadows and stuff like that. But it's theater and theater is about that kind of stuff. So, you know, I go with it. And, of course, the the um, actors are all emoting. And so they're creating the effect and, and I'm able to capture those moments. And so, you know, it's a staged event, right? And, you know, it's uh, I'm in a sense, not creating anything. I'm recording something, but I really, really enjoy that. And, and, you know, I, I was saying to myself, boy, you know, if I could do this for the rest of my life, if I could shoot theater and stage productions, I'd be happy as a clam doing that. And, uh, you know, maybe that's something I'll pursue if I can find that. And, uh, you know, I know it's probably a hard thing to get into. And, and especially now in COVID with, uh, who knows what's going on with theaters again, you know, everybody's trying to open up again, but you know what I mean? It, it, it it's something that, mm, perhaps you know would be great to 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 try to do per permanently but anyway you know when i got the pictures back and and i i, I processed them in lightroom and uh oh wait so yeah there were two other theater events one was indoors and another one was at the same outdoor location it was a different show it was a one-person show so there was no set it was really just recording and and uh the indoor stuff was actually a reading and so there was no set. It was people reading from stuff. But again, it was the same kind of thing, trying to capture their their expressions, even though they're reading. Um, and it was actually a really good play. Uh, it, was, it was great to enjoy that. It was great to get some culture, too, while I'm, while I'm photographing. And I had full run of the indoor set. And it was it was COVID, so we all had to be masked up. It was because uh, indoors we were COVID restrictions, except for the actors. And... Uh, uh, again, the fulfilling experience of that was, I, I just, this was so much fun. I felt like for three days I was a photographer again. I was doing the stuff that I know how to do and, uh, I was really enjoying it. I was like, wow, someone's paying me to do this, you know, and uh, felt really honored and privileged to have, to be in that position at that moment. And so, uh, yeah, so I got back and processed it. And this is a little story about that in that, uh, like I said, in the first shoot, as the light was going down, I was raising my ISO a little. And uh, yeah, Fuji cameras do a pretty good job in low light. But yeah, there was sometimes I was shooting at 12,000 and the, and the noise was a little high. And, and this is not a review, but I do want to encourage you to look at the Topaz uh, software. Let me just get it in front of me. Yeah, Topaz Denoise AI and even Topaz 
sharpen AI. I mean, they come as a package. I can't really say enough about uh, good things about that. Now, I know that some of us, we could live with noise, but, you know, sometimes when I'm presenting pictures to clients and, you know, shooting at 12,000, they don't want to hear the, um, uh, oh, well, I was shooting at a high ISO and that's what all that grainy stuff is. They, they don't care about that. They just want good pictures. And I know the pictures that I was presenting to the uh, clients here were going to probably be mostly used online for promotional and whatnot, but I still wanted to create the best as possible. So I took a couple of the shots that I thought were, you know, selects that had high ISO and I ran them through the uh, Gigapixel Oh, sorry, the uh, Topaz Denoise AI, and boy, they did a great result. They they maintain detail in the faces, you know, sh photographing people, and so uh, I didn't want their faces to go too plasticky, and, and it really reduced the noise in the background and made the shots great. So if you can download demos of those, uh, and, you know, I, I, I highly recommend it. The fact I would get the three plugins. There's a, a, a denoise, there's a sharpen, and there's a resampling. A re, uh, and those three things together, especially if you're using smaller sensors like APS-C or th micro uh, uh, four-thirds, uh, having those as possibilities to to mitigate some of the issues of the smaller sensors, especially when you're cropping into a shot. You know, you have to enlarge and crop. Um, I would think those are very good plugins to have uh, in your toolbox. It, it, they don't work miracles on every shot. You know, sometimes it looks weird and you have to play around with it. But um, I think, it, you know, now the noise is not an issue anymore. Anyway, that being said, like after I polished it up and sent them off in Dropbox and gave the client the, the you know, the link to Dropbox, and they were like, these are fantastic pictures. Thank you so much. And the whole thing was a package deal. I was done, you know, and, and I was very fulfilled by that. And so it really felt that uh, for, you know, a small period of time, I was a photographer again. And the last thing I want to talk about, because I said I didn't want to keep you too long, of course, I've already talked about, <laughs> I've talked a little bit, but is uh, I just came back from a weekend uh, away in Connecticut with my uh, friends, and it's a it's an annual thing we do. I didn't do it last year again because of the restrictions and whatnot, but uh, we went up this year, and it was again just uh, three days, and we spent like six hours in traffic getting up there, which was insane. Anyway, uh, I always bring my camera with me and uh, I bring one of my Fujis and I bring a few lenses. This time I brought a lot with me because I thought I'd bring my 100 to 400. Maybe I would photograph some birds. They have a lot of birds in the area. I do realize that they don't feed the birds during the summer um, because they, they feed them during the winter. So there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me to do some bird photography with a long lens. But I, I just really focused on then photographing, you know, you know, snapshots, but not, you know, snapshot snapshots, but the kind of snapshots I would take with my Fuji and my 100 to 400, which is not a snapshot lens, but, uh, or my, the, the, uh, seven, uh, artisans, 35 millimeter F.095 more intimate kind of stuff. And, uh, I, I came back, uh, after the weekend and downloaded all the pictures and, you know, I was using what I was doing was using Lightroom, on the um, not Lightroom Classic, but the uh, Lightroom CC, the cloud-based one, because I like doing that for stuff that I'm not. I don't know. It, it's hard. I I can't get into this right now. I'm trying to figure out. There's a there's a real kind of um, 
personality difference between Lightroom CC or the cloud-based version, which is just called Lightroom, and then Lightroom Classic. And sometimes it's tough to figure out which one to use. I use Lightroom Classic to really organize and stuff, but I really like processing pictures on my iPad. And now that I can plug in my iPad and, and put in the raw files uh, using um, a card reader, you know, I do that a lot. And so I do use Lightroom, uh, cloud-based Lightroom, for just a lot of my casual processing. Uh, actually, though, I did use it for the uh, processing of the pictures. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. I thought I did it for the uh, theater stuff. No, but I actually did Lightroom Classic for that because it was a job and I wanted to package it. Anyway, uh, so I, I shot stuff with the um seven artisans uh, and the re i mentioned lenses because of uh, just something i'm noticing uh, when i'm looking at the pictures here and maybe i'll post a couple of those I, I really wanted to keep the pictures intimate and again it's our me and my wife and my friends right and and i don't want to be i'm not there to be the you know i'm there to enjoy and relax and have fun with my friends and i have my camera and i lift it up every now and then when i see something to take a picture of or like we went for ice cream uh, or, you know, taking a picture of the barbecue and stuff like that just to keep it fun. And I have a record of that weekend and, you know, I can post the pictures on Facebook and, and they can all share them. And it's the thing that we all do. And I'm looking at the pictures and I, I sort of packaged them as, you know, uh, I put them in an album so that I could share on, uh, my iPhone. And, you know, so there, you know, if you look at the pictures separately, you know, it's a picture of a chicken and it's a picture of barbecue, a chicken, like a chicken chicken, right? One chicken giving me the stink eye at a farm uh, because we went to this ice cream. Actually, all the ice cream places in in um, Connecticut seem to have farms attached to them. <laughs> anyway, you know, and it was, uh, you know, the atmosphere is a chicken, uh, a drink on a table, um, the flag they hang on their house, the, the moon, you know, the dog looking at a baby Yoda. Rogo doll, you know, it's the snapshotty, intimate kind of pictures. And I package them all together, you know, put them in an album and share them on Facebook and, and, and my iPhone and et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, everybody says, and this is not to pat myself on the back, but everybody says that you've captured the, the feeling of the weekend, you know, this is what you've done. And I was like, what, what is it about the pictures? What is it about how I photograph them? What is it about, what is it about that 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 um, that gives that feeling across? And I'm still kind of trying to work on that. And these, I'll post some of these pictures in in the show notes so that you can see because these I I um you know uh, I don't know. Well, I'll, you'll see some of the shots. Why not? Because they're they're fun. And if you follow me on Facebook, you'll you'll know the pictures. I, I haven't actually. I did post some of them on Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter, I, I posted a a selection of them. But there's something about being able to do that with friends and, and make it a, um, you know, sort of an experiment in terms of being very creative and taking creative pictures and putting some energy in that, you know, not just making them snapshots. And there are snapshots in there and there's snapshots in this album and, you know, they, they uh, meld really nicely with the other pictures. It does make a fabric of the weekend uh, for me and, and maybe, you know, for other people who are like looking over my shoulders and seeing the pictures I share can get a sense of how I view this, these three days, you know, and how time stretches for me in those three days. And I think part of that is the actual me taking pictures, like, 
like, cause when I'm taking pictures, I'm always present or I often feel present when I'm taking photographs. And that really helps my anxiety levels a lot, you know, to drop down and, and to have this sort of, um, you know, intimate, uh, account of what these three days, what happened in these three days. And of course it's not every minute of the day, but you get a, you get an overall sense. And to me, that's what was important to like, I, I do this all the time when I go to these kind of things and I spend a few days that I love taking these kind of pictures and, and the lenses that I use really helped do that. I mean, of course I'm using a shallow depth of field when I'm doing the seven artisans, 35 millimeter lens. And also when I'm doing the Fuji uh, 100 to 400, they're creating, they're isolating things, you know? And so the weekend, looking at the pictures, you're, you're seeing little isolations of things. And that's kind of how I viewed the weekend. There are little pockets that I see and I, I, I appreciate and they have helped sort of slow me down and, you know, relax me a little bit and bring the anxiety level down. And then the snapshots sort of capture the overall, you know, the, the group shot of all of us, uh, you know, that I set up or, or the shot of us in the car driving to the ice cream place, you know, um, but these, you know, the barbecue shots, I got these, you know, we were grilling some chicken uh, and and how important that was to, to, to look at that chicken on the grill. Sorry, vegans and vegetarians. <laughs> but to look at that and say, this is what I'm focusing on. This is the picture of, um, let me just say, well, the picture of, I'm looking here. Uh, I got a, yeah, I mean, I took a picture of a vase on one of the, t on the table in, in their, in their dining room. And it was really low light. And I used the, the seven artisans to brighten it up and it really did do a good job, but it's these little details that, that, uh, I know when I'm there, I'm looking at, and that's what draws me to take a picture of it. And that's kind of helping me to, um, uh, appreciate the time that I'm there and I'm not trying to fill in, you know, do everything. We go up there to relax and hang out and we just eat and, and talk and, and have ice cream and play with the dogs and cats and, and talk some more and, and that's it. And, and there are these little pockets of, of enjoyment, um, that, that are in that whole experience. And I try to capture that when I'm, when I'm photographing. Uh, and so, yeah, snapshotty, very personal to me. I hope it's good photography. It, it, seems to look like good photography to me. And, uh, you know, is it portfolio worthy? I don't know. Some of it, actually, some of it is, I think, but I, what kind of portfolio for me? I got, a, I got some shot. I got a shot of a bee flying off of a, off of a, a flower. That's not the kind of photography I do all the time. I like the picture. And, you know, if you're listening to it, you've probably seen a bazillion shots like this. You know, I don't do it all the time. I don't photograph bees flying off of, uh, off of flowers. Um, but, uh, Anyway, I, I wanted to mention that because that was a photography experience that I had and it's personal to me and, and um, frankly, uh, it, it meant something to me and hopefully some of this might resonate with you and, uh, and what, maybe what you're doing today, this weekend, uh, the rest of the summer or into the future. So anyway, I'm going to end it there because uh, I've held you for long enough and I, I want to get this published, but uh, it was really good to be able to um, be able to share those experiences with you. And uh, we will, uh, I will uh, probably, well, I'll definitely be back in August, middle of August. Um, we'll see what goes on. I'm, I'm fingers crossed for work and, and jobs and stuff like that. And, uh, 
doing a lot of med- med- meditation to try to keep the anxiety levels down because they're up there. I mean, geez, today, even today, getting my car inspected was a, was a, a thing of anxiety. My car also is a little iffy on the inspection, so I was a little nervous about that. But, you know, when those kind of things uh, come into life and, 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 and I would say interfere, but it's part of life to be, to be anxious about stuff and how to, how do we, uh, how do we calm down? How do we get back to being present? You know, um, I know I, it's easy to say photography can do it. And sometimes it can, and sometimes it can't, you know, sometimes uh, we have to go and do other things. But anyway, uh, thank you for, for indulging me in this discussion. Uh, I will uh, let you go. And it, if you want to look for my work, uh, you know where to find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's A.M. Rosario. And uh, my website is amrosario.com. And if you are looking for the notes, it's streetshots.photography. And if you care to support the show a little bit, uh, it's really, uh, you know, a labor of love uh, on my end. Um, but I'm happy to uh, accept a coffee from anybody. And we have a little pledge button on the on the homepage uh, if you want to send uh, send us a coffee or whatnot. But anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you have a, a great um, uh, first part of August. I can't believe we're into August already. And uh, I will uh, see, you in, uh, see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Take care. Bye.